So I'm standing here at Alliance Jiu-Jitsu on Kirshner Road with Sean McHugh, who is the owner, and he is the head instructor here. Sean also partners with his wife, Melissa, at Voth Photography. And I think you're a photographer as well, yes. Sean. And uh, Sean's Brazilian jiu-jitsu journey started in the late 1990s with a variety of instructors. Uh, he then earned his Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt in 2014 uh, under one of the world's highest-ranked Brazilian jiu-jitsu instructors named Master Marcus Soares. Yes. And Sean strives to learn from the best instructors and competitors in the world and is now a proud member of the Alliance Jiu-Jitsu International team. Sean was the only representative of the 11-time World Champions Alliance Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu team in the Okanagan. He earned his black belt direct under Canada's highest-ranked Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu instructor, Marcus Suarez. So I repeated that. We can, cut, we can clip. Um, Sean has won over a dozen medals in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He has trained with multiple World Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu champions, and legends, and he has trained with multiple UFC champions and veterans. So, first of all, Sean, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Uh, I know you're an extremely busy guy, and I really appreciate your time. So, I want to give you a platform to talk about your business, talk a little bit about your fascinating life, and uh, we can all get to know you a little bit better. So, uh, why don't you fill in some of the gaps that I've left out about yourself? where you're from, how long you've been the owner of Alliance Jiu-Jitsu, and how you got into this business specifically. Perfect. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. Um, I'm originally from Vancouver, so I'm a proud Vancouverite. Uh, my journey kind of started when I was little. Uh, I got into martial arts when I was real young in elementary school. I started with karate. I was a big fan of Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, uh, Chuck Norris, like most kids at that time. Uh, then I started focusing on weightlifting. Uh, in junior high, I was a, uh, pardon me, um, I was focusing on weightlifting from elementary school. Junior high, I started wrestling. Uh, then in uh, high school, I competed in Olympic lifting, went to the Canadian Games for Olympic lifting before uh, Olympic lifting was popular because of CrossFit. And then uh, I saw the first, or pardon me, the second UFC and saw Hoist Gracie shock the world, this tall, skinny guy, um, beat all of his big, burly opponents with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And I'm like, I have to learn that art, right? That was fantastic. And uh, yeah, but the, the problem was there was no one in BC teaching it. So I was learning from a variety of instructors with limited experience. Um, not that they were bad instructors, just again, the, the experience to train with. Then, because of my powerlifting and Olympic lifting days, uh, I had a, a few knee surgeries, unfortunately. And then, when I had my last one, uh, I started training with Master Marcus Soares in Vancouver. So, uh, I was lucky enough to train with a bunch of legends that came out of that team. Dennis Kang went on to fight in the UFC, international star, um, one of the first black belts in jiu-jitsu in Canada as well. Stefan Kesting, another teammate from that club. Uh, he was, he's internationally known. Check out grapplearts.com if you're into martial arts. Uh, Stefan is like a worldwide celebrity through uh, his website and podcasts and his uh, YouTube channel. Um, 
I knew kind of right away I wanted to do this. I was a gym rat, you know, as I mentioned before, uh, lifting weights and stuff. And I bugged Sergio, the old Gators gym in Surrey, if anyone remembers that one. Uh, it was a legendary place to, to lift weights, a lot of power lifters uh, and lipstick lifters there as well. Uh, I was always bugging Sergio on, you know, how do you run a gym? I loved, I just loved being in the gym as a young guy. And then as I found martial arts, got into that, I kind of, I changed my, my healthy type training and I went focused more on martial arts, but I still always wanted my own fitness studio. So then, um, I just kind of focused and got my own gym going. So we moved to Penticton 2009, uh, March of 2010, I started subleasing off a Taekwondo school, taught three jujitsu classes a week and built ourselves up from there. And then uh, my wife and I decided to move to Kelowna. And how many years ago is it now? Five years ago, we opened up, um, for, it was First Strike Martial Arts to start with, and then we changed to Alliance Jiu-Jitsu. So we, changed, uh, we just changed to Alliance Jiu-Jitsu in the spring of this year. So we've been around five years. Um, we've got some Pan Am champions, a lot of local medal winners, and excited. A lot of, a lot of people we help change their lives and get people to have around us as well. Tell us a little bit about the uh, name change. I changed not just the name, but I also changed teams. So as you're always trying to grow and focus, you got to also be a little selfish on what's going to work best for you and your business as well. So unfortunately, I wasn't finding what I needed in my old team and my old coach. Um, a lot of my old teammates left, and they went to Alliance Jiu-Jitsu in Vancouver. So uh, Wally Buse, who runs that club and owns the club, uh, is, was a great guy. I sat down and chatted with him. He told me the ins and outs of Alliance the benefits, you know, the pros and cons. And so I went to Atlanta. Um, if you're not familiar with Alliance Jiu-Jitsu, Alliance is the most successful Jiu-Jitsu team in the world. Uh, they've produced some of the greatest champions like Marcelo Garcia, Lucas Lepre, uh, Bruno Malsafini, um, and many more. And um, I went to Atlanta, and the founders I got to train with, and I've been watching them since the 90s. So I was like in awe that I was in the same room with these guys. And uh, they had these great systems in place, not just, just for teaching, but also the business side. And um, it just was a no-brainer. I, I needed to grow. I needed to focus. And they gave me the support to do that. So we're, again, just finished, got our sign up, just a couple of tweaks to get done. And we're, we'll be fully alliance. Um, well, we're fully alliance now, but we'll be fully branded out uh, within the month or so. Tell us a little bit about a little more about when you were younger and you were in the gym all the time. You loved being in the gym. Did you know right away that you wanted to run your own gym or was it something kind of gradual as the years went by, you thought I could do this too. Years ago when I was in my old gym, uh, it was, it was pretty much, you know, I love being there every day and, uh, it was you just enjoy the environment. I'm very social. I had 20 years in the restaurant industry. And so it was just, it was kind of a no-brainer. You do what you like to do. You like to socialize, and I like to help people. So that's how it all kind of came about. And again, you know, doing what you do, um, so many life changes, people just, you know, being shy, outgoing, losing weight, getting fit, the confidence, and then also helping people uh, with their competitive goals and going from there. There's uh, a lot of different martial arts. My daughter here is a junior black belt in Kung Fu, and um, maybe you could Tell us a little bit about what is different about jiu-jitsu, how it compares to other forms of martial arts. 
Perfect. Well, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a grappling-based martial art. So, again, it's what made the UFC famous with Hoist Gracie. And it's what really works in a combative situation. So, in self-defense-wise, most times an altercation, it's uh, someone's grabbing onto you. So, what we call a clinch, right? They're close into you. And um, a lot of the times it falls to the ground. Now, if you're a smaller to a bigger person, you don't want a big person on you. So, if you try to muscle it, you're most likely going to lose. If you use leverage to get a sweep and then work submissions then you're going to win or at least uh, defend yourself to get out of that situation with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Also, as it's, in, it's evolved, it is now one of the fastest-growing sports in the world um, for not just men, for women. So it's, it's, a, it's ex- exploded, and majority of my members here are here for their fitness. So they're learning a valuable martial art for self-defense and having fun, but it's their fitness because you're going to definitely be sweating when you're finished. So tell us about some of the routines. Like if someone is just starting out, what kind of uh, physical rigors are you going to put them through in a, in a beginner class? Well, and with, again, with the Lions systems, we have what are called modules. Module 1, Module 2, and then Advanced, and then Competitors class. So Module 1 is when if you have no experience and you're just starting, that's what you're going to start with. So you're in that class, everyone like yourself... Uh, well, majority of people like yourself um, are just starting out. We do have advanced members will come in, but they're there to help as well. Um, you're going over the basics. We'll have a basic warm-up, um, basic movements. Jiu-Jitsu, you're moving a lot, a lot of weird movements people aren't used to, so we're getting you used to that, getting your body used to it. Uh, and then we're going over the basics, basic throws, basic takedowns, uh, basic reversals and submissions and so forth. So now you're just slowly getting entered in. Uh, to what Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is. We also have Muay Thai kickboxing, which is uh, kickboxing, but now you're using your elbows and knees, and same sort of thing. We're going to help you when you first start understand it. You're not just thrown into the mix and forgotten. You're going to you know, be taken care of. Uh, myself and my instructors are very detailed-oriented, and we're going to spend every second to make sure you're feeling comfortable and understanding what you're learning. So a typical class size is how big? How many people in a typical beginner's class? I can vary, especially summer. It comes, it gets a little slower in the summertime because it's a nice sunny day. But the more you train, the better you get. That's all it is. So a a typical class size can go anywhere from 6 to 18 people. It all just kind of matters on each day. So we can have a few people in and then a whole bunch in. So, um, again, even if it's a a big class, you're always going to get the attention. Uh, You're never lost in the crowd here. Sean, I'm a a big fan of stories of personal evolution, and I'm curious if you would share with us something about yourself that uh, might be surprising to someone who just met you today, something about your past that um, they might say, well, that's hard to believe that that's actually Sean, or if I could go in a time machine and see something from your past. um, Tell us like how you've changed in your thinking, in your way of acting, uh, how you've evolved as a person as the years have gone by? Hmm, it's a tough one. Uh, you know, it, I'm, I kind of live my life on my sleeve type thing, so I'm a pretty open person. Uh, most people who don't know me, I'm, a, if you, you know, obviously on a podcast, you can't see me, so I'm a short, stocky guy with a shaved head. <laughs> so, especially in the old days when you first started shaving your head, uh, some people might make a decision about you. And then when people get to know me, I had constantly, like, I thought you were, like, the meanest guy just because I daydream a lot. I'm, I'm always thinking about something. It could be, like, how am I going to, you know, volunteer this week or how am I going to clean this or do that? But it's, uh, it's usually people are really blown away when they get to know me on, 
uh, how nice and outgoing I am. I do a lot of volunteering. I help out as much of the community as I can. So it doesn't take long to kind of get to know my get to know me and my personality. And um, yeah, I like to have fun. I like to laugh. And I'll, you know, I'm very sarcastic with my uh, with my jokes. So <laughs> would you say you've changed a lot, or are you basically the exact same person as you were 20 years ago, just an older version? I wouldn't say dramatic would change. I think the biggest thing is just the confidence with life experience. Um, I've learned a lot as I've grown older. I've always been outgoing. I've always, you know, uh, had a good attitude and laughed and and try to not take things too seriously. But uh, you know, I still had my self doubts, um, hesitations, and you know, and and make mistakes. So it's like when I was young, you know, you think you know everything, but you know, as you get older, you look back at the younger guys and like, man, if you realize you knew nothing, would be more than you actually know. Right, so it'd be really just the life experiences and the confidence that comes with the life experiences and realizing failure is a part of winning. So you have to fail to succeed. If you're too scared of failing, nothing's going to happen, and then you're just going to watch everyone else work towards their dreams while you sit at the sidelines. How long have you been a business owner, and did you have any setbacks along the way, or was everything smooth sailing, uh, perfect and easy? Or if you had any setbacks, could you tell us about a couple of those and how you got past them? Um, well, with the martial arts school, we've, uh, again, I started 2010 in Penticton where I was just subleasing a couple of classes a week. And then we opened up, um, I think it'll be five years ago this August in Kelowna. So uh, I wouldn't say setbacks, it's always a learning curve, more sense. Uh, just what works in the sense of your marketing, your business structure. Again, with my old system and my, uh, I used to teach, like I'd have my advanced classes first and then my beginner's classes later. And then I realized I need to have the prime times for the new members. So they're always coming in because the biggest challenge for new members is just to get me for, for me as a business owner is just get them through the door. Cause a lot of people, they're like, Oh, uh, you know, jujitsu or MMA or kickboxing, it's intense. And a, a bunch of burly guys, but when you come to our club, you'll never meet a nicer group of people. They're training hard, but they're, we've got engineers, um, you name it, doctors, everything, everyone under the sun comes in here. And I've created a very supportive environment because the old days weren't that. So very dirty gyms, very mean. Um, you had to kind of prove yourself all the time here. It's very welcoming. Uh, if you want tough training, we got it for you. If you are just, you know, wanting to learn and, uh, you know, you have some injuries you got to deal with, we can work around that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's for everybody. But the biggest, I wouldn't say setbacks, but the biggest thing is you're learning your marketing. What works? Kelowna's different than Vancouver, um, population-wise, of course, and uh, just in mentality. A lot of people move out of Kelowna. So it's a very, I'd say, a transient city in a sense. Um, so people will come in and people will move out. So I've, I've, that was a big uh, change because, uh, again, you get, you get students, they're just making headway, and then they get a job offer in Calgary, and then they're gone, or Vancouver. So that happens quite a bit as well. So it's more of the marketing, I say, the business sense, and just learning curves. Tell us a little bit about um, your work with the students. What do you love about it? What, what makes it fun for you? And uh, what maybe makes it frustrating or challenging sometimes? Well, the fun thing is anyone who wants to learn, right? Give me somebody who wants to learn. You don't have to have any athletic ability. You could be overweight. You could be disabled. We have one of our students is legally blind, and she just won the gold medal at the, in a tournament in Kamloops, to absolutely dominated her weight class, and that story went viral. So we're, we're here to help, and uh, I get excited to, to help anyone who wants to, get, who wants to learn. 
Um, watching people progress, we've seen uh, extreme amounts of weight loss. You know, we've had members in three months lose 30 pounds, six months down 60. So seeing that is just, you know, and the change in their attitude. I've had people who walk in, they could barely look you in the eye, and they're looking at the floor when they walk in. Now they look you in the eye, and they got a little jaunt to their steps. So that's the fun part about it, and um, always helping people who want to progress. Um, the negative side, I would say, is more, uh, you know, you, you, again, you got people that want to learn, and then you got people that want to prove. So someone who's like a bit of, you know, meatheads don't last long here. You know, someone who has a bad attitude, I would say, or, you know, learning environment, they're just, you know, all about them. Uh, if they're rude to other people, they're, they're trying to, like, be uh, what we call hard. They're trying to be too rough on other members, then they're not going to last because uh, it's, it's, it's not a way to learn, you know, and it's usually their own insecurities that are slowing them down, which is unfortunate. But we'll do our best to convert them and show them, look, you change your mentality, you change your attitude, you can achieve these great goals. You can be negative and do this, and then you can hit the door. We don't want you here, <laughs> you know. What makes you unique among your peers? So there's a lot of martial arts schools in Kelowna and in the province. Uh, well, I can only speak for myself. There's a lot of great schools in Kelowna and uh, in BC, so we're quite fortunate. Again, when I started jiu-jitsu, there was two clubs. Like, when Marcus had his club, my old coach, there was, like, two clubs the whole lower mainland. That was it. So people would drive from afar. We had uh, friends from Kamloops would drive every Sunday, drive all the way down just to train and go back home and then practice through the week on their, with themselves because there was nobody in Kamloops at the time. So uh, for myself, speaking what, you know, what, what I might stand out is, is pretty much my patience. Um, I've, I've worked with special needs. Um, I just, I'm there to help you. I, it's not about me, it's about you. And that's where I put all my energy. I'm here to help you get over your hurdles. I'm here to help you get over your humps. Um, 20 years in the restaurant industry as a bartender, I was a bit of a bartender psychologist, I'd say. Right. So, and, uh, so I'm always, you know, I'm there because it's not just what's going on in the club. What else is affecting you, you know? I'm not here, uh, I don't, of course, not tell anyone how to live their life or anything, but just always the positive people need that reinsurance. People just need that support, right? We have members going through their own life issues and, and problems that, that hit us in the face, whether it's work or family life. So just knowing this is a safe place. This is a place you got your friends, uh, I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to help you. Really, it's it's the the person who's excited to learn um, and is is a good uh, a good student is someone who's just just do what the instructor says. And there's nothing wrong to have questions, but you got to just focus on. Um, it doesn't have to be perfect, but if the instructor says just bang out some, like say we're doing uh, throws, just get those throws done. They'll adjust you as you do it. Don't overthink it. That's the thing because. I, I'll have people that are like, oh, I want to, I got to be perfect. I got to be perfect. I'm like, well, time's up. You've done two throws. Everyone else has done 20. So, you know, you're not perfect. It's, it's just give me someone who wants to learn um, whether they have the natural ability or not. Uh, they're just excited about learning. And um, I'll help them get to whatever goal they're looking for, whether it's big or small. Martial arts is so great. I see the way it's transformed um, my daughter. Uh, her maturity and her respect and discipline. Um, what is one piece of advice you would give to someone brand new to martial arts uh, that is starting out, uh, whether they're young or old, but they're not sure if the martial arts is for them, but they want to try? What is one piece of advice you would give to someone new to the martial arts? Um, well, the first thing I would say is kind of do your research on what, what you're interested in. And, and don't be afraid to go try a few clubs. Like, people will come here, and I offer a free class. 
and they're welcome to take it. Then like, well, I, I want to try, you know, this other school. I'm like, then go ahead, go try that other school. Um, I think you got to find what what what's your best home, what suits you. Don't sign up because someone's, uh, you know, power pushing the sail on top of you, and you're feeling uncomfortable, and you just do it. Um, like with us, we offer free class, and then we do an intro month. So it's one month for only $59 plus tax. And that way you get to really know the club. And at the end of the four weeks, there's no obligation. You go, this is where I want to be. And that's the type of people we want here. We want you to be here. We don't want you here because you signed a contract and you're stuck in it and you're miserable. And you, you know. So do your research with the clubs. Find the mar- Try a diff- couple of different martial arts out. See what suits you. And the environment especially it is. And also the instructor. Um, what is his qualifications, right? Because uh, a lot of people, I'm a black, like people say I'm a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Is it Japanese jiu-jitsu or Brazilian jiu-jitsu? There's a dramatic difference. Am I a judo black belt or a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt? It's, it, they're all different, right? So they're, they're, the, they're same. They're all got grappling and throws and, and submissions, but they're all very different, right? They're all very good in their own way, but, uh, you know, make sure you know what which, what they're saying because you'll get people uh, throwing you the gray area, right? I'm a kickboxing coach or a Muay Thai coach or you Taekwondo coach, right? So they're two different types of kickboxing, right? Do your research is the big thing. All right. So I'm going to put you on the spot now. Uh, I'd like you to please name someone in Kelowna uh, who you think is a fascinating person and who you would like to see come on the show in the future. You, Lucas, I'll interview you. How's that? That's great. have been offered a couple times. I would say I would talk to our friends at TWP Fitness right across the street. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of the, the it's a family-owned business, and uh, Brock Monroe is one of my students. He's the, the son-in-law. And, uh, and uh, well, let's say uh, congratulations because Brock just had a little, or I should say his beautiful wife Ashley just had a baby the other day on Father's Day, so mm-hmm. congrats to them. But they're a fantastic family, um, hardworking, same sort of thing, very passionate about what they do. So uh, it could be Brock, Ashley, um, anyone from the family there would be a great uh, guest to have on your show. Thank you so much, Sean. Um, If someone is interested in talking to you about your club or finding out more about what you do or the club. We have our websites, alliancecolona.com. Uh, you can reach me at my phone at 250-460-2558 or via email at alliancecolona at gmail.com. Also, check us out on Facebook under Alliance Kelowna. Uh Thank you very much, Sean. Uh, I feel like I've learned something today, and we've all got to know you a little bit better on a personal level. So I want to thank you for your time, and I wish you all the best in the future. Thank you for having me on the show.